world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, Welcome to it. Oh, don't you love hypocrites? No. No? Well, you asked. I'm mm. truthful. Well, I hope, uh, I hope everybody had a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a great Black Friday here at the range. A lot of prizes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so everybody, um, I hope you had a good time. You know, uh, I had that um, steroid shot in my arse, Sandy. Yes. And uh, Gun For Hire member, alumni, Michael Angelone, sent me a little package. Anthony, get well soon. Merry Christmas. Keep the fire of freedom blazing. Hmm. Gift bag. And inside I got this beautiful, I'll post a picture of it later. It's a beautiful Zippo lighter. And it says the Second Amendment on it. You know, um, it's green. It's just really, really beautiful. So I love, I love my, my people here. Hold on. Sorry about that noise. So talk about hypocrites. Mike, thank you. Uh, Biden, who wants to banish billionaires, spent Thanksgiving at a $30 million Nantucket mansion <laughs> of a billionaire. And uh, is so Democrat. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi, who has been knocking uh, red states and mask mandates forever, uh, just bought a $25 million mansion on the water in Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> so great like she doesn't have enough mansions right oh, this will be well, i think our fourth house now yeah, and it's good to be a public servant apparently but i love the best one governor murphy mm -hmm. and his entire family yeah spent the entire thanksgiving weekend in florida oh, vacationing that's surprising this is the guy who said you know if taxes are your issue maybe this right. isn't a state for you uh maybe apparently not a state for him either <laughs> Maybe Ron DeSantis can teach him how to be a governor. Oh, I don't think anybody can teach this. Come on. Hey, it doesn't matter, Ed. He got reelected because the wonderful, brilliant electorate, electorate, elect, mm, yeah, that word, uh, of New Jersey uh, decided that he was a great guy because maybe he didn't, maybe they enjoy killing old people off during the yeah, pandemic, yeah. I guess. So, so it's funny how he goes to Florida because there's no mass mandates. Yeah, it's just they're they're hypocrites. And again, I've said this a million times. Once you realize they're not on your side, it all makes sense. Yep. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about Democrats and Republicans oh, alike. But betcha. but but the but the Democrats have been so emboldened lately because they feel they're the party of the working man and woman. They just it's right in your face. Like it's right in your face. You know, for Pelosi to buy a house in Jupiter, Florida, stay to F in California. You ruined it there. Right, exactly. Well, now you got the, the mass exodus from New York, New Jersey, and California all heading to Florida, driving the prices of real estate up yep. so high that the local people can't afford it. Oh, the working people of, Cal of Florida can't afford to live there anymore. 
So I can't uh, get a house in Florida. They, the price is tripled. Oh, just insane. The price is tripled, man. Right. Seriously. Right. Ugh. In six months. <clears throat> yep. Yep. So I know you're not going to open that ice cream place, but just so you know, I passed that place on uh, Route 4 in Paramus next to the uh, Audi dealer. Yeah, and it's a crappy location. I took a look at that. <laughs> the windows have brown paper on them, and there's, yeah. uh, there's containers out front and construction vehicles. So you lost your shot, Sandy. Well, and I looked at it, and I passed on it because, I mean, that's just such a hard place to get in and out of. I don't know if anybody would want to go there I, all right i much will find a better place if i'm in florida like that yeah maybe in florida yeah um on a very very good note the ahmad uh, arbery case uh the jury came back after two days with uh all three the father the son and the friend are all guilty yeah. and they, they all got life in prison well the, the sentencing didn't come down yet but i want to tell you the problem with this arbery case um 73 days no action was taken on this case you know and uh, i talked about this a little bit but there was favoritism with this case because the, the the murderer's father worked for the sheriff's department and uh the um excuse me one second but prosecutor recused herself but did any didn't do anything with this case and now she's under indictment for trying to squash this case oh yeah it was like there's like four people involved in the sheriff's office and the prosecutor's office initially didn't do anything. What happened was the knucklehead, the father of the son, leaked the video to a radio station to prove their innocence, even oh. though the, the and, and it went viral and then it got national attention. And then the Florida State Police took it over. And now the three of them are going to prison, uh, hopefully forever. But if that if he didn't leak it himself, we probably never would have heard his name. Now the mother and father, Arbery's mother and father, they came up, and they uh, they gave a speech about all lives matter, and they thanked the prosecutor and everybody else that helped. And uh, I got to tell you something, uh, they lost a twenty four year old son. Yeah, I don't you know, know murdered in cold blood. Yeah. I cannot believe the level of class. Yeah. Of the two of them speaking and how they managed to muster up the energy to get through that press conference and thank everybody. You know, the mother was persistent in trying to get this case to the forefront, but the knucklehead that murdered the, uh, Arbery, it, it's his undoing that he leaked the video to the radio station. Otherwise, it might have gotten squashed forever, which is really sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it really, really sad that something like that could be allowed to happen today. I'm sure it happens all the time, Matt. I'm sure yeah. stuff like this happens all the time between people who you know and, you know, whether the person is law enforcement or, or, or a friend of the prosecutor or whatever. I'm sure this stuff happens all the time. Well, look at it from big tech standpoint. When the Rittenhouse thing happened. Yeah. GoFundMe refused to uh, have a GoFundMe account. They kept canceling the GoFundMe accounts for his legal defense, saying that they don't do GoFundMes for uh, mass murderers, for active shooters and mass murderers. <laughs> remember, remember how you're normally innocent until proven guilty? Yeah, but here. these big tech companies, just like our politicians on both sides, they are literally drunk on power now. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Our politicians have, and, and Ogliarks have always been drunk on power, but now it is, like, unbelievable. And so they walk around, like these, the Facebook staff, they walk around with this hubris where they get to decide people's futures. They get to decide everything. There's no such thing as a neutral platform anymore. No. So, you know, the Rittenhouse should sue the shit out of them and go fund me as well. I hope he sues everybody, including the legacy media. And then on the other end, you got the Arbery case where you have the— People in the law enforcement the prosecutor's office, they uh, suppress this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's and they're two different cases. These cases cannot be compared together. OK, Arbery clearly was being hunted down. All right. Absolutely. Clearly being yeah. hunted down. Absolutely. And, and Rittenhouse had a gun and he was fleeing harm. So you can't compare apples to oranges on, on those on those two cases. You just you just can't. Uh Look, a middle of a riot is no place for a 17-year-old to be to go clean up graffiti. It was an absolute bad judgment, uh, you know, regardless. Shouldn't have been there, period. But to hunt down a human being is insane, you know. And and then for that to be swept under the rug, it's like the world is upside down. And and we're just waiting for it to right itself, you know. It is upside down. Everything is is upside down and it's all virtue signaling and everything is racist and everything is this, you know, we're going to cancel Thanksgiving. And I I, I just, I can't keep up with this anymore. I just, I just can't keep up with it. But you know, maybe Murphy read this. uh, He didn't read this article. Excuse me, but uh, Al Canino sent me this. This was from uh, Newsbreak, and it's, it's interesting, but, uh, uh, Retirees fleeing New Jersey has enormous financial implications for the state's future. Like we didn't know that already. Right. Okay. We've been talking about this all the time. Whenever you go to like Tennessee, the Carolinas, uh, Georgia, Florida, everybody there is from New Jersey. (laughs) Okay. Because they tax our pensions and it's too expensive to live in this state. But again, remember what Murphy says. If, you know, taxes are your issue, this is probably not your state. Right. Yep. But over the last decade, they found that New Jersey lost more than 80 billion in total wealth out migration to Pennsylvania, Delaware, Florida and Arizona, including wait out of that 80 billion, 55 billion went to Florida alone. (laughs) Okay. While many Garden State residents expressed their displeasure at the ballot box on November 2nd, a growing number continued to vote with their feet by leaving the state. The loss of taxpaying residents such as we are experienced now represents the greatest threat to our state's economic and fiscal health that policymakers cannot wish away or now ignore if they want to continue to lead our state. They don't really they want to have two classes in New Jersey. That, that they don't care. They see it coming. They know they have to keep increasing taxes. And it's a vicious circle. They have to keep increasing tackles, taxes to support all of the entitlements our state have. And it's going to continue to force retirees and people that can leave out. So they have to continue raising taxes. So all you're going to have left in New Jersey is the uber rich and the uber poor. That's right. They need to have people that are going to clean their houses and change their oil, a jiffy lube, or wash their cars, or whatever it may be. That's what it's coming down to. Right. They don't care. No. No, they don't. Well, he he expressed that. If taxes are your issue, this is probably not your state for you. (laughs) To which all those people said, you know, you're probably right. 
you know, it's all part of this whole progressive plan. And most of the people that are outraged, these liberal progressives, we all know they're like they're less than a 10 percent fringe, you know, but yet they have the Democratic Party by the nose and they lead them around. Yep. That's why we see so much banning and cancellations and everything. And then you see these district attorneys all over the country, you know, bail reform, no bail, catch and release, the whole bit. So we all saw this guy, um, Daryl, I don't even know his last name, Brooks, I think. He ran over all of these people in yeah, the parade. Right, right, right. Before that, he beat his kid's mother and he ran over her with his car yeah. and he got $1,000 bail. And... <clears throat> They're now. Did you see what's happening with even Wikipedia? They're treat. They're calling that incident an auto accident. Yes, it was an auto accident. Yeah, interesting. You know, you know the district attorney that that made that low bail. He's a um, he's a real champion of no bail and stuff. He has gone on record previously saying that he knows that people are going to die. But that's okay because you basically have to take the bones with the fish. <laughs> Why does he get the fish and we get the bones? I'm wondering. So, Why does that always happen? Yeah, so he it's okay. He realizes that by letting people out early, people are going to die. Mm. But but you ah. but but you know what? So what? Meanwhile, that's it. Well, no, I'm just saying that that seems to be the, 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 the course of action pretty much across even science today. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so a few people die here and there. Another blue check uh, liberal law journalist, uh, Shane Farrow, said that less people would have died if we had banned SUVs and gas guzzlers. <laughs> because Teslas can't run over people, right? Okay. Could you imagine the idiocy of someone like this? Oh, it's just insane. These people are unhinged. I mean, how do you rationally post something like that, saying that if we had banned SUVs and big gas guzzlers, less I, people would the die? The sad part is like, I think he could, believes this. You really think so? Oh, yeah. I think that there are a group of people out there who do believe this wackadoo shit. It's just the way it is. Did you see you're not allowed to call looting looting anymore? It's <clears> racist. <throat> <laughs> Did you see that? What would we call it? Borrowing? So, so, yeah. so this is right out of uh, 1984 playbook, George Orwell. So there's these massive uh, looting things going on, especially in California, where 30, 40 people pull up in cars and stuff, yeah. and they go into a store and they wipe the store out. Right. And, they all, right. and they all run and they leave, and they, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Now, I saw the video. Everybody that was looting had, obviously, you can wear a face mask anywhere and you're not questioned, right? And they all have hoodies and face masks on. And I can't tell the color of all the looters, okay? So, but you can't call looting looting anymore because it, it, it's, it's racist, okay? <laughs> How about looting is a term to describe someone who's looting or taking something that doesn't belong to them? But see, what the left is doing is they change the focus. Let's argue on what we should call it, but let's not fix it. Yeah, don't fix it. No, why would you fix okay. it? Okay. So from now on, it's going to be, I guess, either an organized or unorganized smash and grab robbery? Hmm. Look, I Does think this is, all, this is all part of the plan. I, I mean, if you take a look at, again, this is, this is all to generate chaos. You, you, in order to have a total reorganization of a monetary system or a country or to redraw borders, you need war, pestilence, or pandemic 
We had the opportunity with the pandemic. The World, the World Economic Forum understands that. Joe Biden understands that, which is why he adopted their Build Back Better slogan. And the World Economic Forum wants one world order, one world currency, and they cannot bring um, uh, the rest of the world up to America's standards. The only way to do it is to bring America down to the rest of the world standards. And they're already, the communists have, you know, we talk about that 80-year pendulum shift all the time, and that's exactly where we are right now. The only thing that's changed, 80 years ago, the same thing happened under, you know, you got FDR, and before that you had uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, Woodrow Wilson used the pandemic in 1918 to do the same thing, and he didn't care. We, we were, I mean, if you really look at the history of that, we were responsible for that 1918 pandemic. Yep. Yep. And, and we used the best, we sent soldiers who were infected deliberately infected over to um you know to 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 uh, parts of europe the reason they called it the spanish flu was only because the spanish were too lazy in in in, <laughs> in defending the fact that it didn't come from here man but um you know they were the last one so it made it into the paper and oh, yeah that sounds good enough ay 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 um you know but Sandy, you're absolutely right about it all being part. It, it's all part of the plan. We've discussed this yeah, forever. forever. We just can't yeah. get people to wake up. No, no, and, no, you, no, know, no. you know, we no. have our, our the president doesn't know what's going on. The other day, he was reading off the teleprompter, and he continued reading. Went end of quote. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I didn't. That's so great. here's here's what I'm feeling. Oh, we got to get clips of this shit. Yeah, here's okay. what I'm feeling. I believe I'm going to coin this phrase. I hope I'm coining this phrase. I'm going to try. We have a kamikaze presidency. And the reason I'm calling a kamikaze presidency is that everybody knows, all of his handlers and the people that put him there know that he's going to be one term. Yeah. They don't care if his poll numbers go down to single digits. Yeah, exactly. They're going to push through every bit of communist, socialist, progressive yep. bills, laws, executive orders they can because they're using him. And they're going to discard him when they're done. So it is the Kamikaze presidency. Two million illegals have crossed the border. Gas prices are going up. Inflation's through the roof. The most expensive Thanksgiving ever. The answers we get from his snark press secretary and all of his other secretaries. So, you know, he released 50 million barrels of crude oil from our reserves, our emergency reserves. So... Jennifer Granholm, who's the energy secretary, the energy secretary, went out on, on the news and said, we're releasing 50 million barrels of oil from the strategic oil reserve, and this will solve our problem of high gas prices. <laughs> of course it will. Right. Not closing down the pipelines <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't have anything to <laughs> do with to it. Do it and all. allowing Russia <laughs> to open a new pipeline to Europe that we're paying to protect Europe from Russia, <laughs> but they're partners right. with a pipeline with Russia. Exactly. Yeah, okay, strategic through NATO. oil reserves. That's going to do 50,000 so, barrels. No, 50 million barrels. 50 so million. wait a minute. So, the, so a, a reporter actually doing their job oh my God. said to the Secretary of Energy, a random act of journalism. So, how many barrels a day did the United States use in crude oil? And she said, I don't know. <laughs> the Energy Secretary. Why would you expect the Energy Secretary to know something? She like doesn't that? know. 
Right. I don't know, but that's okay. Meanwhile, we're focusing on <laughs> racist roads and bridges. <laughs> right, exactly. We use 18 million barrels a day, Sandy. 50 million barrels is less than three days oil supply. Oh, well, that's going to help. What is that going to do to lower our prices? You know, Biden went to Saudi Arabia and OPEC and said, can you lower the prices? They're like, nope. Right. Go to hell. Right. Meanwhile, China is getting ready to invade Taiwan. This is a kamikaze presidency. Yeah. Remember it, ladies and gentlemen. He has not a clue of what's going on. He's being led around by his handlers. And they're, all of them are like locusts, whether it's Obama, Susan Rice, George Soros, wh whoever. You know, yeah, Jeff right. Bezos, whoever. Right. It's not right. Elon Musk because because they're telling us gas prices are too high. Go out and buy a $100,000 electric car. Oh, by the way, you'll get a federal gov government subsidy if you buy an electric car, but not if you buy a Tesla. Right. <laughs> you have to buy. If you buy a, a Japanese-made electric car, you get a federal <clears throat> subsidy. If you buy an American-made electric car, you get a federal subsidy. Elon's cars are made in America. You don't get a federal subsidy because he doesn't play nice with them. Yeah, because he because he spoke out. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, you talk about the elites, right? How about this one? This girl's from MSNBC. Stephanie Rule. She. This is how out of touch people are because they don't understand basic economics, which is a, a tenet of communism and socialism, right? Absolutely. She ripped into Dollar Tree for blaming price hikes on. In, is that you? That's what me. I'm sorry. I. I I'm. She ripped Dollar Tree for raising prices, Sandy. During. <laughs> Okay, she's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, you oh. shouldn't be raising prices oh. and blaming inflation. You're raising prices <laughs> because you're greedy. Oh, they're greedy. They, they're greedy. It doesn't have to do with the price of gas doubling. So the transportation yeah. to get shit from point A to point B is actually double. Or the fact that the shipping charges have gone from $5,000 a container to $35,000 a container. No, 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 that's got nothing to do with it. The fact that we import everything that we consume here in the United States versus uh, making it here like we used to do, God forbid, uh, that has, has nothing to do with it. The fact that prices are off the friggin' wall because we just printed more money than any country in the history of the world. And we're not even done yet. So this is what she said. You ready? She's not buying the suggestion that the current inflation conditions pay, play a role. In the price hikes. Yeah, we're not she, buying this anything is, either. This is, this is her. Yeah. Let's be clear. Dollar Tree does not need to raise prices. Oh. Their business is killing it. Okay? Dollar Tree is raising prices because they can, not because they need to. It is a choice of how to share the benefits of their scale to customers, to employees, to shareholders, to management, she added. She wrote, just because product prices go up, that does not mean a business must raise <laughs> prices to customers. She has obviously a good grasp on the concept of business. They're all detached. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, these coastal elites that live in this bubble, yeah. when they go to their dinner parties and they go to, you know, Daniel Balud's restaurant in the city where it's $300 for a drink or whatever, these people, they are so detached yeah. from the day-to-day -day activity of the world. Go stand outside a Dollar Tree, That's honey, right. and watch these blue-collar, watch these lower-income people, watch them walking in and out with food that they're going to eat right. for the week. 
Not right. like you who, ooh, let me go on Grubhub and order my breakfast and my lunch and my dinner and have my bottled water delivered and have this delivered and my dry cleaning gets picked up and my life is so perfect. Isn't everybody else's? There's other talking heads came on TV and said that we sh we sh inflation shouldn't bother us because we've made so much money on the value of our home going up and our stock portfolio. Those people walking <laughs> in and out of Dollar Tree, those people yeah. walking in and Probably out of Dollar Tree. Seriously, and their yeah. stock went up. Yeah, yeah. Their oh, stock, oh, it, their listen, stocks went up. Yeah, of course, because of yeah, you know, yeah. Wonderful. The yeah. Great Divide is 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 not going to last forever. You cannot continue to treat criminals like they're not criminals. You cannot continue to treat middle and lower class people in this country like they're garbage. Okay, it's not going to take long, Sandy. It's accelerating. You're right. All right, we're getting to an acceleration point now, and the flashpoint is going to be coming soon telling you right now it's a kamikaze presidency that the all all the legacy media is on his side the guy can't do any wrong it's a no pretty soon he's going to come out wearing a bib and they're going to be feeding him gerber baby food oh yeah right right on tv <clears throat> the, again you said that what's you call it the thousand yard stare yeah, five thousand. Five thousand dollars. Holy shit! With the beady eyes, you know they set up that whole studio yeah, across the street yeah. from the White House. That's it. And he could, end of quote. He can't even read off a teleprompter. Yeah, no, it's sad. It's very sad, and and the whole world knows it, you know. But again, it doesn't matter because he is the figurehead. He's the sacrificial lamb, and and he didn't care. It was it was this, you know the same people who pulled Obama's strings are the people who who got him elected because he came out of nowhere and uh, was bulletproof because of the color of his skin was bulletproof. He, no one c cared about his qualifications. Nobody cared about anything. They cared about making statements. Like a Crayola crayon box. Here, let's connect the dots. Jeff Bezos this week donated $100 million to the Obama uh, uh, Foundation. Yeah. $100 million to the Obama there Foundation. So Obama is actually with Susan Rice et al. running the country. So what did Bezos just buy? He, he bought a hundred million dollars yeah. worth of influence, okay? That's right. And Biden will sign whatever you put in front of him. That's right. He ha he thinks you know they make him think he's in charge, right? And he's right. all hot shit thinking he's in charge. Meanwhile, he's not. No, no. I'd love to see him sit down in a non-pre-planned interview with George Stephanopoulos for two minutes. It would never happen. No, <laughs> Jello pudding pop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, uh, did, did he, was it true that he crapped himself at the Vatican? They said he did. Yeah, he changed. He, was, he disappeared for an hour and a half and came back with a new suit on, but with the same shirt and tie. Uh, so it wasn't a really loose, wet, anti-gravity poop. <laughs> it was more of a solid, heavy, dense poop. I guess so. Must have got through to the Depends. It had to be big enough to get through to the Depends, right? Yeah. So, listen... Uh, New Jersey chimes in on this article. I want to show you, uh, bring out the opposites in articles run in two different uh, news networks about guns. Well, you, you may need to save that because we uh. are about 30 seconds away from our first. All right. All right. All right. Don't forget, we got a new uh, 2200 retail, square foot retail area opening up soon. Bye now.
is for you. Sad little man, but he's treated like a god as the faithless prey to a fake and a fraud. Worship the man, pledge to his word. One shot, two shot, now you get a third. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know you can. Sad little man, sad little man, you don't fool me, you sad little man. Sad little man, gonna trap you like a dog, put your head in a net while they eat you raw. Don't ask why. Just comply, cause fear is the drug that the doubt prescribe. Sad little man, you can watch him on the news, preaching to his choir while they learn the rules. Some feel safe and some feel healed, but they'll all hold his hand as he makes the kill. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know you can. Some might live while the rest get sick So put him to the test And listen for the yell When the truth comes out He's gonna burn in hell Sad little man Sad little man You better run now while you know you can Sad little man Sad little man You don't fool me You sad little man You can't fool me Uh, let's do some housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger. Marty's bringing me some kind of festive mock turkey dinner vegan wrap, I believe, on Monday. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> why Why mock turkey I, vegan wrap? Is it because it's yes. over Thanksgiving? The, the, it would be the mock turkey vegan wrap. I don't know. Burgers. We're gonna. I'll find out. I will be reporting back. Yeah. So martysvburger.com. You can pick it up Friday at Freakin' Vegans in Fr Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. You should go to Marty's, mm -hmm. too, to his store in uh, New York if you are listening from New York, like many thousands of you are. Um, right U.S. Lawship did an Evan Knappen seminar. Had about 90 people. I didn't make it wow. because I was having my back procedure, but um, it was a big showing. So we'll be having another one in about two or three months. So keep it up. You need that. Um, you need that protection. Evan Knappen keeps pumping out those gun lawyer podcasts. So please check them out. Do not forget the quarantine crawl, quarantinecrawl.com. Uh, you know, Christmas is a month away. You bitches better start ordering Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Crimeproofbook.com. I will sign it if you order it from Amazon. I won't sign it if you buy the Kindle. I send you hugs and kisses. Uh, come and check out our new place. I got a couple of letters here. All right, number one. So uh, we're going to be hosting uh, the CNJFO Youth Program uh, Mar Sunday, March 27th at Mount Gunmore. So Rosie and Eric and the guys and girls from CNJFO, there'll be a lot more um, stuff to talk about. Anybody who wants to donate 22 ammunition or money or gift cards or anything, uh, they're always looking for stuff like that. And we'll be, we'll be discussing it more uh, in the future. I just wanted to tell people, save the date Sunday, March 27th, okay? 
so it should be a great thing. I'm giving them an entire range. Uh, range three is 10 ports uh, for the day for whatever they need. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll still be open across the board. And, of course, I'll be making some donations as well as the range and all. So Jeff Walensky sent me a great email, very thorough, and he corrected me. He says that uh, George Zimmerman, uh, Masada Yub published an article, and I read the whole thing. George Zimmer Zimmerman wasn't told by dispatch uh, to stay in the car. That's a misnomer, and I fell for it as well. And now I found out the truth. Okay, I still don't believe Zimmerman should have approached Trayvon Martin, but that's my personal opinion. That's what I would have done. And it's interesting, Jeff. Uh, I stand corrected. And, uh, and he, you know, he wanted to, he says, I hope, I, I wanted to bring this up without offending you and stuff. Listen, brother, this is what it's all about. I'm not going to learn if people don't educate me and bring it to my attention. Right. But it's so interesting because, you know, I guess Alexa or whatever is listening to us. I got a friend request on Facebook from George Zimmerman. Yeah, I blocked really? him. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. I blocked him. Could you imagine that? How weird is that? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, all part of the plan, Jeff. Thank you very much. So there's an article talking about how guns, stress, and politics lead to road rage and shootings in this country. Okay, these are articles that are being planted and dispersed because of the Supreme Court ruling that's coming up in June, because they'd like to see rioting and, uh, I, can I still say it? Looting! <laughs> rioting and looting. Uh, organized theft, or I don't know, whatever they call it. But this is what they're doing now. They're going to start pitching out articles like this, right, to make us believe that we shouldn't have guns anymore. And Pirelli and I discussed this one. New Jersey is doling out $12 million in grants to reduce gun violence. How are $12 million in grants going to reduce gun violence? You know what's going to happen. It's going to go to everybody who's got their hand out in these neighborhoods who are the quote-unquote. It's going to go to Newark, Camden, Trenton, Patterson, to all the, all the borough leaders who uh, are uh, political contributors to whatever campaign for so, Mr. Murphy. Correct. So let's talk about this real quick. So what they're doing is, ladies and gentlemen, they're taking $12 million of taxpayer working third-tier people, us, in New Jersey, and they're dispersing it out to figure out how to take your rights away. Not criminals, yeah. not illegals, yeah. and not the elites. That's right. Whatever they come up with, they're taking $12 million from the third tier and bypassing the first and second tier, and they're going to use our $12 million to take our rights away at the third tier. So right. listen to this. I, I just want – it says, we cannot end gun violence unless we invest in the people working on the ground, says Acting Attorney General Andrew Buck. The grant funding we're making available is an essential part of the Murphy administration public safety strategy and a reflection of our commitment to the issue. We recognize that prosecutors and police cannot end gun violence on their own, and this funding will strengthen the community partners who are so essential to building our safer neighborhoods. No, prosecutors and police alone can't do it. They also need judges and they need legislators to make throw away the key laws, lock them up and throw away the key laws. So here's the Deal. Officials say the programs are part of New Jersey Give Phil Murphy's goal to discover the root causes of violent crime. This is such bullshit. 
The root <laughs> cause is a violent crime. Violent. How about making it a penalty uh, where if you commit a violent crime, you'll never see freedom again? Then maybe people would learn rather than have a catch and release criminal justice system. No? Or how about not glorifying uh, gun, gang violence and gang membership? And Here, I'll give you an nature. example of a root cause. This is from New Jersey. Drug user sentenced to two years in prison for unlawfully possessing a gun. Wait a minute. What happened to the Graves Act where someone had mm. to serve five years in prison? What happened there, Sandy? Yeah, so this guy in New Jersey... There. He gets two years in prison for illegally possessing a gun. You would get 18 months in prison, third tier, if you had a magazine that hold 11 rounds. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Right. So listen, uh, Petrolino wrote an article. Everyone ignores New Jersey's racist gun control laws. We won't address this, right? New Jersey leads the country with the largest racial disparity in its incarceration rates, according to a report released this month from the research and advocacy group, The Sentencing Project. That's interesting. I'm going to start following the uh, Sentencing Project, by the way. I'd like to see what their tact is. But New Jersey incarcerates black people 12 times more than white people, making it the largest disparity in the country. Meanwhile, our politicians in New Jersey, all they ever talk about is a fairer New Jersey. But yet they focus on illegals. They're not focusing on minorities in our state like black and Hispanic citizens, right? Right, right, right. That's we we know what's going on here. So New Jersey has this huge high incarceration rate of minorities, but they don't talk about that. All they ever talk about is gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. But but New Jersey, our gun laws are pretty much I'm not going to use the word racist. We've talked about this a million times. Our gun laws are class classism. Okay, because the inner city yeah, people right. yeah. suffer the most. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for Absolutely. them to get a gun. It takes so long. Massive extra paperwork. I get people from Patterson, Passaic, Jersey City, everything come out and say this. So they talk the talk in New Jersey, which is bullshit. They, they don't. John dissected this article really good. It's everyone ignores New Jersey's racist gun control laws, and it's in bearing arms. He just... He, he, he writes phenomenally. I could, wish I could write half as good as him, even though the two of you pissed me off in that email chain. John and Sandy, if you're going to have an email chain <laughs> and it's going to be 82 paragraphs and 65,000 words, leave me out of it. Okay, you know all I want is crayons and a coloring book. Okay, seriously, this is this is horrible, bro. I can't. I, I felt that going Ow. on. I you knew it, right? Because I didn't respond to either one of you son of a bitches. No, I know. Absolutely. We kind of just knew you were there, yeah, but, I'm, you know, you were kind of like the, the I'm not getting involved. Leave me out of it. You know, uh, the ATF right. is uh, starting to develop a federal firearms registry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, really? yeah. A group of House Republicans is warning that the ATF uh, could be laying the groundwork for a backdoor federal gun registry. Uh, Republican-led led Rep. Mike Cloud of Texas led 51 of his colleagues in a letter to acting ATF Director Marvin Richardson on Monday. Um, The recently proposed rule essentially removes the 20-year-old burn date that the federal firearms licensee must abide by requiring them to preserve firearms purchase records older than a decade. So basically, we we all know that the DOJ and the FBI and the ATF, they're pretty much rogue now. You know, everybody down there in D.C. area, they're, you know, they're not political... 
uh, elected people, but they've been there forever. And uh, they, they run the show. Let's face it, they run the show. So if the ATF wants to start a list, they're going to do it. They lie about everything else. They, the FBI lies. The ATF lies. Oh, I mean, yeah. they all lie. So, so we're, we're so outnumbered, man. We're, we are so due for a reset in this country. You know, and everybody equates that to a violent thing. I'm not talking about a violent thing at this point, but we need a reset of, of monumental proportions where everybody needs to be voted out. We need to push for term limits. And again, I want to reiterate, just like Ed Durr knocked out Sweeney, everybody needs to run for lower, lower office up, like you said, Sandy, school board, uh, you know, dog catcher, whatever. Dog just catcher. just run, whatever. run, Forrest, run. Oh, everybody here, just better run uh try to get in from the ground floor and scare the shit out of yeah. them a little bit you know now we got to worry about if you go to a meeting and speak up you the fbi is going to put you on a terror watch list and you won't be able to fly anymore and if you ask the teachers what you're teaching their kids they won't let us know because they're not teaching their kids they're indoctrinating the kids because it's all part of the plan you're right and you're also right in the fact that the bureaucrats really run the situation, which is one of the biggest problems. And that was the biggest problem Trump had. Trump didn't realize that. But I've told you behind the scenes of a, of a conversation I had with somebody who is in the news from time to time, uh, who said to me, literally, <clears throat> we run the show here. These a-holes come and go every four years, every six years. We are the ones who are in charge. We're the ones who will always be in charge. And he was absolutely they right. They did it to Trump. They'll do it to every other. Pre the Democratic presidents kind of get a free pass. Like no one's leaked Biden's phone calls yet. But Trump couldn't do anything no. without being subjected to a leak. Right. Because they wanted right. to take him out because he got elected. They didn't agree with what we said to elect him in there. So they were going to do everything in their power to oust him. And to say, yeah, because he said he was going to quote drain not, the never swamp. drain in the swamp, and they yeah. are the swamp. You're yeah. never going to drain it, never, ever, ever going to drain it. And it doesn't matter who's in there, Republican, Democrat, do-gooder, they all get in there and get poisoned or bribed one way or the other. It's just going to be you know they get they get poisoned with power mm. or they get bribed. It's just, it's I got just a tip for you: don't ever shoot yourself. B, <laughs> and, and, and if, if you, you do, do don't say somebody else shot you. And if you do, don't shoot yourself with a gun that doesn't have serial numbers on it. And if you do, yeah. don't be 19 years old and illegal to possess a handgun when you did all of those things. Yeah, probably be a good. Uh, so a man who claimed he was a shooting victim <laughs> was charged after admitting he shot himself. Winslow Townsend Police learned of a gunshot victim at Cooper University Hospital in Camden and interviewed the man on Saturday. Scott Pearson, 19, of Sicklerville, told detectives he was leaving a business in Sicklerville when he believed he was shot. After investigating, police determined that Pearson accidentally shot himself while in his vehicle. Mm. He then confirmed that that's what happened. The blood and bullet yes. probably. Listen, happened. after he shot himself, he threw the gun in the woods. Oh, that's, that's so a, a canine unit went out and they found the weapon and the weapon had no serial numbers on it. So he was charged with giving a false report, manufacturing an untraceable ghost gun, tampering with evidence, unlawful possession of a weapon and possession of a handgun for unlawful purposes. He was released on a summons pending a court appearance. OK, there's a lot of dumb there. 
I, you know, yeah, to, 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 to address, I, I just don't know how much further I can address it. But, you know, I think it's pretty much while we're on a roll, there, yeah. one of Sandy's favorite airports is the Hartsfield Jackson International Airport in Atlanta, oh, yeah, second busiest airport in the country, by the way, after Orlando yeah. right now. Uh, you ready? A passenger accidentally discharged a gun at the main TSA checkpoint. <laughs> There's another whole lot of stupid going on. Right so there. what happened was the TSA agent opened the bag of the guy because he saw a firearm. And he said, oh, you have a firearm in here. You can't travel with a firearm. Now, this is Georgia, so they don't know if it's legal. Could have made a mistake or something. You know, oh, my God. And they'll let you, like, do a do-over. You can get, you, you know, check yeah, yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. You have to check this. Yeah. So yeah. What, did he, what did this gun not do? He reached forward to grab the gun. He lunged into the bag and grabbed the firearm. I love this, the way the media writes it. At that point, the gun discharged. See, because the gun was pissed that it was being lifted up. Yeah, the gun was like, don't so shoot, it discharged. Me. Okay. And then what did the passenger do? He fled the scene. He ran out of the airport exit. <laughs> Like they're not going to know who he is with his ticket. (laughs) So a lot of people were injured because everybody fled, knocking over barricades, knocking over each other. There was trampling going on and everything because everybody Uh. thought it was an active shooter, right? And we talk yeah, about it in my yeah, book, sure. when you're running, run, look towards safety. Don't keep looking back. And that's a great way to fall by looking back, you know. And it was probably just him running and them chasing him that, you know, because the, the, most people don't know what a gunshot sounds yeah, In like. an airport, it's probably, <laughs> wait, this stinks, okay? So the airport, the airport was closed for a couple of hours. All the flights were canceled. Flights were diverted, okay? I mean, holy shit. He reached and went to grab, I guess he figured he was going to grab it and run, right? Meanwhile, he's a, that yeah, they found probably. him, and he, he is a felon, and he can't even own a gun. Oh. No yeah, see, if he, he should have been more gentle with that gun, it wouldn't have gone off on its own. Well, maybe not bring one, especially since you're a prohibited person. So, you know, you talk about gun people being the best people. So I, I wake up this morning, and I get an email from uh, Bearing Arms. I'm, you know, I get their newsletter and everything. And this was published November 26th, Stay Safe While Shopping. And it's written by John Petrolino again, that son of a bitch. And he (laughs) talks about uh, shopping, and he references my book. Yeah, interesting. And he wrote, I'm going to briefly summarize some topics. He goes, he talks about... uh, you know, talking about color code awareness. You know, he re- he reviewed my book previously. John helped me out a lot with my book. He's very instrumental. But he talks about Chapter 6, which is uh, shopping safety, which everybody should read if you're going to go out and, and shop at all. But, uh, you know, I, he quotes me. He goes, if you're like most Americans, your time is spent at work, at home, and doing chores and errands unless you're a complete shut-in, which, which Sandy and I would like to be. Uh, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're not allowed most of the time. Nope. Uh, so you have to have a defensive mindset. And some of the topics I cover is your money and wallet, purses and bags, credit cards, parking safety, trust your senses and stay alert. Don't be flashy and what to do by, by one leaving. 
And uh, John says, I'm going to briefly summarize these topics, which is nice. Thank you for summarizing Chapter 6 for me to do for my learning segment today, John. I love you. He wrote, I'm going to summarize. He goes, while the scope of this article is not long enough to dive as deep as Calandro did in his work, I think you'll find these useful or at least give you something to think about. When being out and about, Calandro urges people to keep their ID cards separate from their cash. The idea is to mitigate the headaches if you're robbed. His advice includes carrying a roll of what he calls chump change. Chump change is mostly small bills with a 20 folded around them. Wrap a rubber band around the money, and should you get approached by someone mugging you, you can throw the money in the direction that's opposite to the one you intend to flee. That's right. Say, all I have is this. Throw it in an unsafe direction and run screaming in a safe direction. And that chump change should be on your support side. If you're right-handed, that chump change should be in your pocket, bag, or, or, or whatever on your left side, keeping your uh, strong side um, free. Purses and bags should be small, include a crossbody strap, and only have in them what's necessary. The crossbody strap will allow the bearer to keep the bag close to their body and somewhat secure. Not carrying anything superfluous super, yeah, uh, will keep the bag light. Having a lightweight bag is not only a good idea to not tire you out, but also not be a hindrance should you have to take off running for whatever reason. I always carry a light bag when I shop. Uh, whatever credit card you use, be mindful of. Some people have huge limits on some of their cards. If you don't need the spending power, leave the card with the big limit at home. The bigger the card stolen, the higher the liability of what can be charged upon it. Also, keep your eyes peeled for anything strange looking on credit card machines. There are skimming devices that can strip your information from the cards. This threat is more prevalent at gas pumps, but they do exist inside. Restaurants sometimes have them. Uh, that's why new places now, you hold your card and you stick it in the machine or you tap it or whatever because they're trying to bypass yep. skimmers. But don't worry, the technology, they'll, they'll come up with something else, the criminals. I had it happen at a restaurant. You got in skimmed? Yeah, it, yep. it happens a lot. It's it was an employee uh, that did it. New Year's Eve one time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah, definitely. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, parking safety is a big topic. Calandro has an entire section on this subject and discusses it throughout the book. The key thing to parking safety is to find a well-lit area and don't box yourself in if possible. Criminals use darkness and, uh, uh, and large objects to their advantage. Don't set yourself up for getting jumped by parking next to a dumpster that someone might be hiding behind or parking next to a van, okay? Uh, you want to try to back into a spot and be in a well-lit area. So you can't find the spot closest to the door. I'd rather a, a well-lit spot on the end or something, okay? Remember when you're approaching your car, one click on your uh, remote so it only unlocks the driver's door if you're alone. Get your ass in the car, lock the door, start the car, put your seatbelt on, pull out of the spot, and we'll get to the end of the parking lot near the exit, and right there you can make a phone call. Hi, mom, honey, wife, whatever, I'm leaving now. That's what you wanna do. Uh, trust your senses and stay alert. Anytime you're out and about, keeping yourself at a condition yellow is beneficial, all right? Uh, it's just saying that you're aware and know what's going on in your surroundings. If a situation or area does not seem right, get out of there. Normalcy bias, right, Sandy? Trust your instincts. Right. If you're walking into yep. something, it doesn't, something looks wrong, get the hell out. Reassess it and readdress it later. But just get the hell out. You, So many people walk right into the middle of stuff 
<laughs> yeah, very <sighs> true. It pisses me off. When exiting a shopping center, mall, etc., there are things to keep in mind. This is in particular important uh, when leaving malls. Every location can be hazardous. Keep your wits about you. If you have a less than lethal self-defense option, such as pepper spray, have it in your hand uh, when you're traveling to your vehicle. Keep your head on a swivel and look for anything or anyone that seems out of place. When stowing items, put them in the back of the vehicle or trunk. If you have a hatchback, cover your shopping bags with a dark blanket. I love my black blanket in the back of the car. And when you're ready to leave, just get in your car to go and go is what I just discussed, okay? It's, uh, it's impossible to impart all the important safety tips that Calandro put in his book. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do keep yourself safe out there as you go forward with your holiday errands. While we're on the subject of shopping for the holidays, if you found these tips to be useful, consider buying yourself, your friends, and family members copies of the book, crimeproofbook.com. Also, by the way, John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, is available at the, at the Gun for Hire store here. John, I, I think we got like 15 books left. Uh, you and I will discuss that when you hear this show on uh, Sunday or Monday. We'll discuss. I got to get more books here. Uh, tons of books here. If you come in, buy them for your friends or family. I'll sign them for you uh, when you come in. If you want to donate to CNJFO, if you want to donate uh, money, check gift certificate uh gift cards uh 22 lr ammunition bring it on baby you can bring it to the range and i will make sure eric and uh and the crew from cnjfo get it by the way uh my book obviously i get a lot of positive um a lot of positive input from people you know reading my book and i can't thank you all enough uh for that it's uh, it makes life so much easier for me uh, when people come in and reference the book, and uh, I really appreciate the support. Sandy, do you have anything you want to add, boobies? I do not. How much not. time do we have left? We've got about four, four minutes. minutes. So let's talk about this. Let's talk a little bit more about safety. This is Christmas time now, Hanukkah time. Criminals looking at your house. When you throw garbage out the day after Christmas, do not put empty boxes of PS5 or the 80-inch Samsung or Sony Color TV out on the curb. You can cut the boxes up. You can put the boxes in plastic bags. You can turn the boxes inside out. What, what you should do is cut the boxes up and put them in a smaller box. You know, like, and, and make yeah. sure the labels and stuff are not showing. If you're going to have delivery people come to your house, if you're going to have somebody come and shampoo your carpets before the holiday festivities or whatever, you're going to have caterers deliver food or whatever, you need to be there. Whoever the alpha is needs to be there. And you need to keep your head on a swivel when they're delivering. Do not let them see anything expensive products. Do not say, oh, thank God you delivered this just in time because we're leaving tomorrow for vacation for two weeks. <laughs> hey, look, I have relatives who probably say shit like this. It happens all the time. It happens. The People time. just say stupid things. All it happens the all the time. Yeah. They post it on Facebook ahead of time. Oh, we're going away for such and such a day. Yeah, people's houses get robbed when they go to funerals. Mm. People's houses get robbed, oh, believe yeah. it or not, people Christmas Eve, midnight mass. Your house is also being watched. Your neighbor across the street, this scumbag kid that has nothing to do with his time, he's 35 years old and he's still in his mom's basement. He's watching you guys Christmas Day get into the family truckster, all six of you, with 700 bags of gifts and food and stuff. And 
and he knows your entire house is gone for the entire day. If you have a garage, you pull the car in the garage, you load it up. Just imagine, you know, there are cameras everywhere. You have to go under the premise that you're being watched all the time. Everywhere you're going, people are watching you. People are around you. There's, there's, I can't, I can't, I can't stress this enough when it comes to shopping, when it comes to deliveries, when it comes to people in your house. The other thing is do an inventory now of your house. Take a picture, take a video of your house. Also go, okay. I'm having 12 people over my house for Thanksgiving. I'm having 12 people Christmas Eve. I'm having 15 people Christmas Day. Oh, Joanne is bringing her new boyfriend. Okay, he's visiting from Outer Mongolia. He's visiting from Utah. He's home from school, from, uh, from Harvard or whatever. Do you have any guns or gun accessories accessible? Do you have any ammo accessible? Do you have any jewelry accessible? Do you have anything else that's worth stuff that's accessible? You can't trust everybody just because they look good and you're in your home doesn't mean that you can trust that person. You have to pretend that, okay, if I'm a victim of a crime, if somebody came into this house right now, what am I going to do? Okay. What, how am I going to handle this? All right. So I want you to, I want you to, um, look at that and say, what can I do in my house to clean this up? Then you can, maybe if you have young kids, you say, listen, nobody needs to say that daddy has guns in the house. Okay. Nobody right. needs to say these things like prep your kids. All right. Young kids are going to innocently say stuff, but your older kids, it's, this is a good time. You know, maybe you don't want to take everybody on a tour for the house and bring them into the basement or the garage where your reloading stuff is set up and where your safe is set up. Seriously, you cannot yeah. trust everybody. And most of the time, most of the time, what happens is people speak too much. Okay, people speak too much and they want to be everybody's uh, friend. So they're like, oh, look at what we have here. Look at what we have there. So, you know, you want to keep your mouth shut and keep it under the wire as much as possible. Okay, uh, that's what I do. I try to keep everything on, on the down low. So, uh, you know. Uh, what else can you secure in your garage? What else can you secure in your kids' rooms? Are people going to be in your kids' room? Listen, it's not beneath people to steal shit, petty shit or whatever. I right, yeah, caught cool. somebody stealing out of an envelope uh, for a stepson once. Okay, so yeah. Shit happens. So you want, again, visualization and mindset. Uh, look around your house. What's good what's bad and then of course when everybody leaves triple check your house make sure no windows were left unlocked make sure no doors were left unlocked make sure no alarms were disabled you know sandy we talk about normalcy bias like you go in the garage and you're like hmm why are my three power tools by the back door <laughs> yeah hmm, right, why exactly. is the back door unlocked hmm interesting see my house is wired i have cameras and everything and a lot of people know that today but a lot of people don't uh don't subscribe to that they have more basic simpler life and layout and system and again there's nothing wrong with that you know uh right but these are the things that you should really focus on and look at talking to your kids again you you know wives have a habit they leave their jewelry in a, one of those little trays or something in a kit in the bathroom 
you know, like the engagement right, right, ring or right, whatever. Right. That shit will yep. be gone. In 60 seconds, that shit will be gone. So you want to make sure. And again, most people, because we're not criminals, we let our guard down. You know, we wouldn't do right. it. So we treat everybody like we wouldn't do it and they wouldn't do it. You know, whatever the case. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. I told one of our, one of my platinum members, I told you, used to have, he had young kids and he used to host every party at his house. And uh, one day cops came to his house and uh, you own this gun. You know, Beretta, what, a 92 FS? Yeah, I own this gun. This gun was used in a crime in Georgia or something. The gun was stolen from his house. He doesn't know how long ago the gun was stolen from his house. Okay, but it wasn't him that stole it, but he always had lots of kids right. over, you know, because I did that too when I was when I was married and I had stepsons. I always wanted everybody to be at my house so you can kind of keep an eye on what's going on and everything. But it happens you can have a gun stolen from your house so you want to just really 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 uh be aware of everything secure everything in your house and then of course make your house safe for pets too be careful of candles be careful of poisonous foods for pets you know pets are going to be stressed out too by the way you, you, yeah, you know yeah, exactly. and and with people in and out of house and 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 again if you, if somebody comes in your house and your pet your dog doesn't like that person you shouldn't like them either and if any of your kids don't want, don't like a, a fa friend or family member, or don't like to be around a friend or family member, stop. Step back a second. Try to figure out why and address it. Don't mm -hmm. force yep. little Timmy to go sit with Uncle Ernie. Okay. Don't right. force little Timmy to go to the bakery to pick up stuff with Uncle Ernie or something. All right. It's right. it's important. Right. There's right. a reason for that. And remember, most kids are abused and exploited by friends and family members, people who have the confidence and and, um, and the foot in the door. You know, we teach our kids don't talk to strangers, but we don't teach them not to talk to Uncle Ernie. All right. Because right. the holidays are a great time for the uh, fringe weirdo family members to come over. Yeah, like Sandy Berardi. Yeah, All right, true. Sandy, give it a hit. Keep me out of your house. Well, we are raising money for uh, disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. And I want to thank Richie Rotten <laughs> this I love him. week. <laughs> I love him. $100 donation. Marty K, thank you so much for your donation. That's Marty of Marty's V-Burger, by the way. Dave T, thank you much. $100 donation. Uh, Vincent A, 50 bucks. Rich Ford, 50 bucks. Again, thank you so much, all of you guys. If you want to join these folks uh, and help make a difference in the life of a disabled veteran or veteran's family, uh, please, you can go to GoFundMe.com and search for VHS Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County. Visiting Health Service of Ocean County is helping us. They're a 501c3 corporation, community-based healthcare <coughs> provider, and they are um, providing the care uh, for uh, this, this disabled veterans. And it's about 100 bucks a day, you know? Um, nobody's doing it. The VA's not doing it anymore. And the state of New Jersey sure ain't They're doing it They're focused on illegals, these criminals. They're focused completely on illegals. All the money that used to go to the disabled vets are now going to criminals and yep. illegals to keep them yep. safe and happy. So please join us. Um, yeah. Uh, I got to pee. Anything else to, uh, 
Crimeproofbook.com. No supply chain shortage. Christmas is a month away. Let's go. Buy them. I'll autograph them. Get 10, 20, 30. I have a few thousand left. Let's burn them up by the end of the year end. I think I have about 6,000 books left, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get them done. Get them out of here. Well, on that note, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter-thick media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, uh, as you have already heard, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which we have 6,000 left. So come in and get some so we got none left. By the end of the thing, no supply chain shortages there. Get one for everybody you care about. Well, we love you guys. We will see you again next week. From sea to the shine.